Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast, Aesthetically Messy. Uh, on this episode, I'm going to talk with Fernanda. So I've been following her for about, I don't know, I would say like five months. It's more, or I think longer than that, I don't know. Um, and she makes content um, highlighting like Mexican culture or, you know, Latin American culture. Um, so which is something that I really like. I'm really like passionate about like my country and... I don't show it on my social media, but I am passionate, like, in my day-to-day -day life. Uh, so I wanted to talk to you about it. But before that, I wanted to ask you, how you've been after college? Because I know you graduated this year, so, yeah, I want to know, like, how, um, how it was to, like, adjust, basically. Um, I think it's still really new. I only graduated, like, a little over a month ago, mm -hmm. so it doesn't feel like I graduated. I feel like I'm on summer break from uh -huh. school. <laughs> yeah. So I think it'll hit me more like more towards the fall. Mm -hmm. Um, I have been like I wake up and I'm like, oh my god, I'm mm -hmm. late for class, and then I'm like, wait a minute. No, yeah, I still get that. I don't have to go to yeah. class anymore. So yeah. yeah, it still feels pretty new. So I think it'll hit me more towards the fall. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, dang, I really, I really am done <laughs> with school. What yeah. was your uh, degree? Um, my degree was, I actually don't like sharing this. Oh, okay. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, you don't have to answer that then. Yeah. So I guess I can ask you about um, how was college, like doing social media and college at the same time? Like, How was that for you? Mm -hmm. um, it definitely... Because I started getting into TikTok during mm -hmm. the COVID lockdown, like a lot yeah. of people did, mm -hmm. like in March 2020. Mm -hmm. So when I first got into TikTok, I had so much free time to film. So once I got back into school, it was definitely an adjustment. Um, mm -hmm. I would just basically try to, because I work weekends. Yeah. Um, I'm also, I was working part-time and then I was a full-time student. Um, so honestly, I would just try to film whenever I had any sort of free time. And luckily with TikTok, because it's, so short I could film like two three videos in yeah. an hour mm -hmm. and then be set for the next two three days mm -hmm. so it was definitely um an adjustment um and I think it became even more of an adjustment when like my classmate found out about my TikTok because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's always so awkward right? I know people, I know like, bring yeah. it up to you in person they're like mm -hmm. are you on TikTok you can up on my for you page and you're like yeah, yeah no we... yeah when I was first like starting now the first thing I did was just block everyone I knew because I didn't want Risa <laughs> um and it wasn't yeah. until I wasn't like I think I had like 10,000 followers when I was like I don't care if people find out uh -huh. but yeah it is it is embarrassing I um I don't know if it happened to you like besides your friends but did random people come up to you like in the college and just recognize yeah. yeah 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 i had this one girl mm -hmm. literally follow me to my car <laughs> when i was i was like leaving class and i noticed uh -huh. she was following me and i was like maybe she like parked right next to me or something uh -huh. but i was like trying to get in my car and she was like wait wait and i was like oh, no yeah she uh -huh. was like i i follow you on tiktok i was like oh, okay <laughs> hi <laughs> that's so awkward <laughs> it's so awkward and then she's like i just wanted to say hi and i was like mm -hmm. okay and then she just walked away. Oh, that's it? She didn't... That, just, uh -huh. No, she just said hi, and then she left, and then I was like, oh, God, people are on campus, they're like, probably recognizing me. Yeah. Um, And, like, I love meeting followers in person, but it's always awkward when it's, like, like at school or, like, yeah. at work. No, yeah, I get that so, for yeah. me. um, Like, nothing like that happened to me. It was mostly, like, when I was sitting. 
uh, like in the cafeteria, people just mm -hmm. like come up to me and say that they recognize me and stuff. Um, I don't think I have any like crazy or like stories about like being recognized. The first time I was with my family, uh, like they were dropping me off like to um, college. Uh -huh. And yeah, when they were about to leave, like someone came up to us basically. And yeah, she told me that she loved my she loved my content and stuff like that. And then she asked my dad to take a picture of us and it it was cute. I don't have any uh, bad experiences so far yet. Uh -huh. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mostly everyone I meet is is really nice. And I love meeting <laughs> people in real life. It mostly. makes it like mostly, except for that <laughs> yeah. one who followed me in my car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it makes it like real i guess because mm -hmm. because it's like social media and it's all, all on your phone it doesn't feel it doesn't feel real so mm -hmm. when people like actually meet you in person it's like oh these are actually real people that yeah. <laughs> that watch my videos and interact with my stuff so yeah so besides college i wanted to ask you about like your uh how the way you grew up basically because i where i talked about it for a little bit but you just like me you um were raised in mexico and then you came to the u.s um how how old were you when you first came i was in elementary school mm -hmm. so i was pretty young yeah and so you were like what less than 10 right i was like n like nine ten years old mm -hmm. yeah so i was pretty young mm -hmm. when we came here i remember my my parents lied to us they were like oh we're just gonna go to the united states like for vacation <laughs> 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 and, then, and i was like oh, okay And then when we got here, they were like, yeah, we we're actually, we live here now. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I think they were just, they didn't want us to like cry and like, they probably didn't want us to be sad. So I think that's probably why they did it. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> I think the biggest thing I remember from like when we first moved here was my first day in school because I didn't speak English. Yeah. Yeah. At all. In Mexico, like, I remember I had English classes, but they would only teach us like a few words here mm -hmm. and there. Like I was not able to formulate a sentence I wasn't able to mm -hmm. talk to people um so my first day was like I remember it like it was yesterday because mm -hmm. I just walked in and I just I don't I don't I was so young I don't think I thought about the language barrier I was just uh -huh. like oh it's my first day at my American school and then when I got there I was like what did everyone just say <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> like I remember the tea when I walked in like I think the teacher was probably like introducing me mm -hmm. but I stood there and she like pointed at me and everyone looked at me and she said something and everyone looked at me and was quiet mm -hmm. and then everyone laughed because I didn't respond so I think she was probably saying like introduce yourself or yeah. something like that yeah. but I had no idea what she was saying <laughs> the class just went quiet and everyone laughed and I was like what did she say Man, that must have been so hard it, was, it was it was hard uh -huh. it was hard um luckily there was like one Hispanic girl in my class that spoke Spanish mm -hmm. and I think she probably noted that I didn't understand English so she like took it upon herself to like sit next to me and like try to help me out uh -huh. so her and I became really close because I mean if it wasn't for her I would have like probably not had any friends um so I'm very thankful that there was at least one little girl in the mm -hmm. class who spoke Spanish who helped me out um and then when I first moved to the U.S. I moved to Reno Nevada mm -hmm. and I would live in Phoenix Arizona And I was able to reconnect with her through TikTok because when I was like first blowing up, I was like thinking to myself, like, I want to find her. I want to know if she, remind, she remembers me. And I made a video like <laughs> telling the story of like how she yeah. uh, helped me out and how, yeah, we became friends and she found the video and like we mm -hmm. reconnected. So that, that was something that oh, TikTok helped me do was mm -hmm. reconnect with her. So that was really cool. Mm -hmm. And is she doing um, good too? 
like, yeah, she's life. doing good yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, good for you, sir. You deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, for me, it was like a totally like different experience. Like I came when I was in middle school, so I was like mm-hmm. what, like twelve or fourteen, something. Uh, yeah, something like that. And I went to a school that had like a English as a second language program, so they gave me like um, classes to like learn how to speak English. Um, and half of my school was, you know, Mexican or like, Hispanic. So I didn't mm-hmm. have any pro- any issues like communicating w- with like people and stuff. But it was so hard like to adjust to like, especially to the culture. Um, yeah. Like it was something that I really struggled with. I, I feel like I still do sometimes. Um, but yeah, no, I I don't know. Just I can imagine how it, how it must have been for a kid, you know, like for like that big of a difference because uh, I have a little yeah. sister who was seven when she came here and the first week like she would cry like on, whenever she got home like it was that bad um so I don't know I, I I hope that it wasn't that bad for you um I don't remember I don't remember crying mm-hmm. um I think it's because I had that little girl who helped me out so I don't yeah. remember crying but it wasn't until I moved to Phoenix that but by the time I moved to Phoenix I was a little bit older and I spoke English really well mm-hmm. but when I moved to Phoenix they put me in that uh ESL class mm-hmm. but by then I already knew how to spoke in- how to speak English yeah so they only made me like sit through like two classes and they're like okay she <laughs> she she knows the language uh-huh. so even that in itself was like a big like culture shock going from like Reno Nevada which was like predominantly Anglo to coming mm-hmm. to Phoenix where like half my class was like Mexican and Hispanic Mm -hmm. so even that in itself was like Mm -hmm. a completely different experience I love the big Hispanic community that's here in Phoenix Mm -hmm. it's definitely cool it's cool to like go out to like bars and stuff and they play like reggaeton and they play Spanish music so it it feels it feels nice you feel like nice I can relate I I I, um my family went to Tennessee and then I had to move to Kentucky so I don't I, I, I can relate to that, <laughs> but I'm happy for you. <laughs> I'm happy you. for you. Yeah. Not to show off. But... <laughs> yeah. No, it's good, though. Like, I do want to move, like, one uh to one of those places that have, like, a big, like, Hispanic community once I'm able to, like, save and have, like, enough money. So, yeah, no, it's it's good to hear that you, like, you're enjoying it. When you were uh, picking colleges, was that, like, a hard process for you? When I became, like, a senior in high school, mm-hmm. I, my, I'm the first of my family to go to college. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, going to college in Mexico and applying versus, like, here in the U.S., it's, like, totally different. So mm-hmm. by the time I was, like, a senior in high school, I didn't even, like, know I had to, like, fill out applications. I didn't know how mm-hmm. to, like, search out what school I wanted to go to. I did, like... You didn't... Didn't you have a class on that? Because my, my high school had, had it. No, no, we didn't have a class on that, No. no. So when we got to senior year, everyone would start talking about colleges. Everyone would start talking about it. And I'd be like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. I have to do that, too. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, like, asked my parents, and they were like, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't know how to do that. Um, so I mainly just, like, started talking to friends and, like, mm-hmm. where they were applying and what to look for. Um, I think the biggest thing that influenced where I was going was, like, financially. Mm-hmm. more yeah. than more yeah. than anything yeah and like where I could like apply for scholarships and stuff like that um mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I mostly learned all of that through like through friends and just seeing where they were applying, what they were doing. Because yeah, my, my I had no idea. <laughs> uh-huh. Are you comfortable saying at what college you went to? No, because no? okay, it's like yeah, pretty close don't... to where I live. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you don't have to. Go. Oh, so you? Okay, yeah. For me, it was like out of state. state. In so you wanted to? Yeah. Um, so you want to like be close to your family too, or? Yeah. I wanted to stay in Arizona, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I would have loved to go out of state. Uh-huh. I feel like that was, how was that for you? Was that like overwhelming to be like by yourself? Uh, no, no. I actually, the thing is, I'm someone who like likes being by myself and having my own space. So, uh, and I, I never had that because I grew up with siblings and we always like share a room. Uh, yeah. so for me, like moving to, co- moving away to college, like that was something that I really enjoyed. Like I never, I, I was never, um, homesick. Um, even though like I didn't see my families until like breaks, like summer break or like the winter break, um, I was still I still had a good time. Like I was, I, had, I met friends and you know, I was able to adjust quickly. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's not the same for everyone because a lot of people in my classroom in my class they dropped out because of that reason, um, because they were mm-hmm. homesick and stuff. So, but yeah, no, for me it wasn't like a problem to adjust. They're like, so, forget y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> Yeah, because the thing is, I I don't know. I just want to be by myself finally. You know, did you have any problems with your roommate, or were you living at home? Oh, I did. I lived at home. I commuted. Mm, I okay. didn't board. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Never mind. Never mind then. Um, did you? Yeah. No. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like any of my roommates. Like the first one, um, he would like have a lot of. He would eat in the room. And then he mm-hmm. would leave, like, the dishes inside to the point that uh, it grew, like, mold. And we had, like, flies uh, and, yeah. Um, so I had to talk to the RA. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Uh, so, <laughs> so I had to talk to the RA. And the thing is, he was a, um international student. He was from, like, another country. Um, so mm-hmm. the RA, he didn't feel comfortable, like, telling him what to do. So he, like, I had to live that way, like, the whole year. But, you know, I was able to overcome it. I, I, ju- I adapted. So, yeah, yeah. You adapted to the mold. And I, the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only thing I did was that I wouldn't be in the room anymore. I would um, ask friends if I could sleep in the room and stuff like Or I would hang out outside. So oh I wouldn't. God. I know it got to the point where I, I just couldn't be there. You know, how was it for you, though, living at home? Um, was it hard having like a place to focus while you were doing college and like your family? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know, you know, a Hispanic household, it's always so yeah. loud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it definitely was to like hard to like find a place to like um, focus and study. So I would usually go, go to Starbucks or something when mm-hmm. I needed to do work or needed to study. Even now to film my TikToks, I have to like walk out and be like, can you please be quiet? I'm trying to film. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, no. Yeah, that's the reason I go to my car because like I, like I live with someone right now and it's hard to like, first of all, to talk in front of someone. Like I, I feel uncomfortable recording in front of someone and then also like controlling the noise level. So mm-hmm. for me, like I found that, that if I went to my car, I'm you know I'm good. Like people not people are not gonna listen to me, and I'm not going to like hear like background noise. So yeah, so yeah. I it's... have noticed that you're in your car. I like that though. It mm-hmm. makes it look like you're on the move. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I love <laughs> your videos, but I love your videos by the way. I feel like mm-hmm. 
you just roast my entire life and every single one of your videos. <laughs> no, it's no problem. No problem. <laughs> You're like everyone needs a reality check. It's they okay. do. People do. People do. <laughs> yeah. No, do yeah, you like? I, uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Do you like? like think of like the things you're gonna say before and like write them down or do you, does it just like come to you when you want to film something um that i the way i write down is basically just like one line uh for example huh. on my notes i have like people who want to date people who are way shorter than them you know like <laughs> just that and then because <laughs> for me like i don't know i never i never like got that uh, people who want who are like I don't know over six feet and the one day someone under five feet, um, mm -hmm. but that's it. You know, like I don't I don't really like write exactly what I'm gonna say like word for word. Uh -huh. Yeah, I just like uh, read it and if I can think of something in the moment, then I'll make a video about it. Um, but yeah, it's mostly like improvising, I guess. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. What about you? Do you structure your videos or how do you uh, work? Um. I think in the beginning I would I had like a notebook filled with like my scripts of what I wanted to say for mm -hmm. like the historical and like informational videos. But now I've kind of gotten really good at like how I like to structure my videos. Mm -hmm. So like if I find a topic that I find interesting, I'll do a bunch of research on it and I'll write like bullet points that I want to hit in the video. Mm -hmm. But I don't have like a specific script. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if that, that makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I do yeah. for my um, YouTube videos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah because i've just gotten because i've been doing i've been doing tiktok for like two years now so i've mm -hmm. gotten pretty good at like how i like to formulate my videos yeah, so yeah. i'll just do bullet points and make sure to hit those points mm -hmm. also i feel like that makes it more natural instead yeah. of like reading yeah. like script word for word i know yeah. yeah it's like i i can't do like an unscripted video i i don't know i feel like it's, it's not gonna sound good it's not gonna sound like natural so mm -hmm. I just don't even try it for him. Like, whatever you do, people are going to watch it because people follow you for your personality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And your roast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, when I was first making videos, I, I wasn't doing that type of content. Um, mm -hmm. It just came out of nowhere. I don't know. Like, I just... Because at first I was... I remember that I made a video um, where I was saying, like, don't blame yourself for stuff like that. Uh, like, don't blame yourself for what's going wrong in your life. Um, and I was making, like, that type of content, like, positive content. And then <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what went wrong. <laughs> I don't know what went wrong. And then I started doing the content that I'm doing now. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess I just turned this way. I don't know. I, I can relate to that, too, because when I was first starting, I was mostly doing, like, relatable videos, like, mm -hmm. memes mm -hmm. and stuff yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. And then, like, still, like, like for, like, Latino memes and, like, Latino relatable content. So yeah. I don't know how it just, like, transitioned into, like, mm -hmm. like historical stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Little by little, it just kind of transitioned through it. I think it's, like, through people, like, giving me requests, like, hey, can you make a video on this? And then I would do it. But mm -hmm. I don't know either. And that's a question that I get a lot is people ask me, like, what made you want to start making videos on Latino culture? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It was just kind of natural. It just kind of happened. It just happened. Yeah. yeah. It just yeah. kind of happened. Yeah. And how long does it take to make a video? Because do you have to, like, how long does it take you to do the research? I guess in total, it takes me, like, two days. Because I like mm -hmm. to research, like, spend a day, like, brainstorming. And researching and like making like little just like 
bullet points on my notes app on my phone on like what mm -hmm. I want to talk about. And then the next day I film the mm -hmm. video itself to film. I would say it takes me like 10 minutes, oh, maybe five, oh. 10 minutes, just because I have, I, because like I said, like mm -hmm. I have been doing this for two years. I've, I've kind of gotten pretty good at like how I like to structure my videos. Mm -hmm. So I would say all in all like two days, one day of brainstorming and then another one of like actual filming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess it's because it's a different type of content. Like you actually like yeah. bring something to the table. Um, yeah, for me, it's just like roasting people. So it takes me like five minutes to make one video. I love but, that too. I love mm -hmm. that it's just like your natural talent. I know. Definitely a talent of you mm -hmm. like doing comedy. Mm -hmm. Oh, but I, I, I want to do something like you though, where I bring something. You know, like where I actually like is something to the community. But uh -huh. I guess, I don't know. Have yeah. you ever thought about like pursuing comedy, like doing stand up or anything like that? Um, I, that, I, I have, I thought about it, but at the same you, time. Did you, did you do stand up? No, no, no. I, I thought about doing it. Oh. Uh, like, cause oh, okay. a, lo a lot of people recommended me and there has been two, um, like a stand up comedians who, uh, message me about it because they like they 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 um wanted me to do it right and yeah. so uh, what i did was i wrote down some ideas of if i were to do stand up like what i would say what i would do and i read it to uh, my sister and then to the person that i was dating like back then right and mm -hmm. i read it like i said it in the way that i would say it in like a, if i were to like do it and they didn't laugh. They and it was so embarrassing. <laughs> they didn't laugh. They they had no reaction. Um and they and so I guess they like I said the whole thing, right? And I guess mm -hmm. they were expecting like uh something more like a punchline. And yeah. and like I already had I already said it, but they didn't they didn't find it funny. <laughs> um so I don't know, it was the most embarrassing experience I ever had. Um, so I don't want to feel that in like a actual like scenario, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I don't. But a lot of stand-up comedians mm -hmm. that are like big now that you mm -hmm. think of have gone through that where they like do a stand-up mm -hmm. and like no one laughs. So I think I it's know, like, I can't, I think I, it's I, like I'll... a learning, it's like a learning curve. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything about comedy, uh -huh. but I think you should put yourself out there. I think you would totally mm -hmm. do really good at it. Mm-hmm. I totally get you. That would be really awkward to like stand no, yeah. in front of an audience. No, yeah, because <laughs> I don't like, know. I silent. I don't know what I will do if that happened, like in real life. Um, but I like I I do want to do it. I'm interested in it. Um, mm -hmm. it's just I'm I don't want to risk it. I don't want to be embarrassed, you know, in front of other people. Yeah. Um, uh, but I guess if I test it in some people and they like it, then yeah, I'll I'll do it. I'll just throw yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? Have you thought about doing comedy? No, because I don't think I'm funny. You, I, I mean, <laughs> you're kind of okay. Like you don't. <laughs> you, you, I. I mean, yeah, you're. Sometimes you're, you're, you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, as far as like expanding beyond TikTok, I have thought about like other things, like maybe hosting or like, mm. um, yeah, doing things like that. But I. I haven't done anything yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's it, because I think most of it, like, my opportunities would come up, mm -hmm. like hosting or doing certain things. Like I'd be in school, mm -hmm. <laughs> so it yeah. would require me to like leave, and I 
I wouldn't be able to. So now mm-hmm. that I'm done with school, I guess we'll see what mm-hmm. what opportunities arise. I don't know yet. No, yeah, that's <laughs> I try not to think too much about like the future because I feel mm-hmm. like I've just like learned that like things rarely work out the way you want them to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to ask you. I guess this is the last question that I wrote. Uh, is mm-hmm. basically what's the um, the biggest thing that came out for you uh, from social media? Like the biggest thing I've accomplished from social media? Uh, that you got in thanks to social media, or that you, you know, were able to do because of social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, during like Hispanic Heritage Month last year. I got to do a lot of like media mm-hmm. stuff. Like I was on the Drew Barrymore show, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. I was on air with Ryan Seacrest, which was super cool. And I did, and um, I was interviewed by Univision, which was super cool. Mm-hmm. I think the Univision one was like the coolest because, mm-hmm. you know, as a Hispanics, it's like always yeah, yeah. on TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Do you so, yeah, I would say, yeah, they yeah. all tuned in and they like all sent pictures of them like watching it on TV. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really cool i was definitely looking back at the interview i looked so nervous because it was live um, so i was like this i was like and my vo- i was in, and i was like my voice was shaking and i'm like God, uh-huh, man, no. so nervous <laughs> <laughs> at least you did it at least you didn't embarrass yourself did that it. much Mm-hmm. yeah at least i didn't say anything wrong which was good i just i just looked so nervous <laughs> and my voice was like shaking because yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was live so i think that was that was all that media stuff i got to do i think was really cool mm-hmm. yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. uh yeah no good i don't i mean i have people like ask me to do interviews but it's like random people like it's not like a real uh i guess like tv or stuff like that um mm-hmm. so yeah no i'm i'm joking See, that's what I'm you saying, like, you, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, like, you actually, you know, like, uh, bring something, so people want to hear it, and uh, that's not something that, you know, I experience. But mm-hmm. I think your comedy will take you very far, and I want you to Hopefully. try doing stand-up. I will go. When you do stand-up, I will go, and I'm going to sit front row, and I'm going to laugh at everything you say. Uh, you promise? <laughs> everything, even if I it's not funny. Okay, everything. okay. Even if it's not funny, I will. <laughs> <laughs> you pretend. I'll be like, did you guys get the joke? Did you guys get it? <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I need. Because for me, as yeah. long as one person laughs, I'm, I'm okay, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you do see yourself like doing working uh, in social media, or do you want to have like a... Um, I would definitely love to like expand, like to be on TV and like do hosting, maybe mm-hmm. even do acting. Mm-hmm. I would love to do something like that because I talk a lot about like, you know, Latino representation in the yeah. media and like the lack of Latino representation in the media. Um, so I would definitely love to be that, mm-hmm. to be on in front of the camera, to like work in front of the camera. Um, so it's definitely like a long term goal for me um, is to expand and who knows where TikTok could take mm-hmm. me. No, yeah, hopefully it works out for you. For me, I would be so... <laughs> I don't know. For me, um, like, I, I think acting is cool. I just, I don't think... I know I can do it. Uh, like, having that many people watch me while I'm, like, pretending to be something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I, I know that I can do it. But it's good that you have, like, faith in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a roast. <laughs> no, I, no, it's not. It's, it's not. good that you think you're good. No, yeah. I'm, as long yeah. as you believe in me, that's all I need. I didn't say I believed in you. I just said I was happy for you. <laughs> but yeah, I believe in you. Sure. Uh, do you mind me asking about your dating life? Are you 
cool with um, that? No, I don't mind. Okay, okay. okay. Uh-huh. How do you want to know? Yeah. <laughs> are you, are you, okay, first of all, um, are you talking to anyone right now? No. No? <laughs> no, no surprise. Single AF. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what no was the AF. last, what was the last time that you, uh, that I, that I talked to someone? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like April ish was the last time I talked to someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't, that no that long ago. You're like hmm. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> I was just, yeah, I was just listening. Um, um. Yeah, I haven't. I've been single for like two years now. The last time I was in a relationship was two years ago, and that one was like very long term. We were together for four years. Oh. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a long time. So I've been yeah. single for like two years now. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's a long. Um, which which is for a long me, time. Uh-huh. For me, my longest one was five months. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Four years. <laughs> You're like I can't relate. I can't. Like I can't it. relate. <laughs> <laughs> I can't relate. We were um, long distance because he was in the military, so he was always yeah. stationed like overseas somewhere. So I think yeah. that was like probably mm-hmm. the biggest issue we had and that was probably the biggest day why we broke up long distance is hard it is it you is. know it's hard mm-hmm. it works it works for some people but i feel like for most no. people it doesn't mm-hmm. yeah so that's why we ended up breaking up which is because of the distance i mean in the four years we were together honestly like we he only he was stationed here in phoenix and we met and he was here for like eight months so we were yeah. only really like living in the same place for eight months out of the four oh, years that's a long time which almost is, a year yeah, and he would and he would come back to visit like once a year for like a month. That's mm-hmm. when I would actually like mm-hmm. see him in person. So mm-hmm. it was hard. Um, and I think after like we broke up for the first year, I wanted to be single because I was in like such a long term relationship. I was yeah. like, I just I, I want to be single. I want to do my own thing. Yeah. Um, I think I've only been like actually like open to dating for like a year ish. Um, it's always awkward when like if I'm talking to someone and like mm-hmm. they bring up my TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> has that ever happened to yeah. you yeah yeah it has uh like i used to be on tinder and bumble and it was like half of the people who i matched with that was like their uh first like message they would say it to um, you and yeah so I, I wouldn't answer um but yeah no in real life i didn't have that like it was mm-hmm. only like through like dating apps i got banned from tinder because people kept reporting my page that it was fake <laughs> <laughs> Like, no. I would get, like, DMs on Instagram, uh-huh. like, hey, I saw this fake Tinder page, just letting you know someone's using your pictures. And I was like, no. <laughs> Damn, that's so, so frustrating. because someone thought, like, no. At least you know that people have your back. At least you know that. People have my back. People, people do. have people my do. back. Because for me, I was active for, like, almost a year, and nobody said anything. So, you know, at least your audience cares about you. They do, but they got me banned. <laughs> so, so um, do you use any other like app or? I'm mostly just on uh, Hinge. I don't like Bumble because I don't like I never, that the girl has to message first. That's the reason I, I like. <laughs> no, I don't like it because I never know how to like slide in the DMs. Just like, hey. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> like, so you don't have any game? So I don't have, so any, don't have game. any game. One time and... I mess- oh, go ahead, nope. Go ahead. I messaged this guy and I was like, hey, and he responded, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I said the same thing. <laughs> so how do I slide in the DMs? Tell me right now. Um, okay. The good first, way to do it. 
the first thing I do is I look at the the bio and then I just say something. I I also like roast uh, when I'm like first oh, talking to people. So uh-huh. I just say like I don't know something bad about their bio, something like that. Mm-hmm. I found out that uh, cookup culture is bigger in like uh, big cities. Because for me, yeah, ha- for me half of the people who I match with, they w- told me that they want a relationship or like they you know they were interested in that. And yeah, I, I was also like, yeah, no, uh-huh. I think that's why like dating in Phoenix here sucks because mm-hmm. it's a big city and the hookup culture here is rampant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one's, no one's really like looking for, it's hard to find someone who is looking for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Mostly everyone's just looking to like hook up or like chill or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. totally different. I've mm-hmm. heard that in small towns, it's different too. Yeah, here it's totally different. No, yeah, here, if I want to date someone, I just, you know, get on Tinder and stuff. So. <laughs> You're like, they all come to me. <laughs> they, they do, they do. Because um, the thing is, I like it when the other person, like, makes the first move. So I will match with people, but I, I never, like, send the, the first message. Um, so, yeah, I use... So that's like, why you like to bumble. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason. I never use um, Hinge. I like, I like Hinge because you, mm-hmm. what I like about Hinge is that you can see who likes you. Oh. And then you can choose whether to match with them or not. That's what I like about it. You don't have to like scroll to find a match. It just tells you who liked you and you can match with them or not. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about it. And you can do that for free? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part of the app. That's yeah, good. so I that's think that's good. why I like it. Yeah. Do you have uh, like the, uh, what's it called, like the voice note thingy on it? Oh, no, but I love listening to them. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> They're so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of like a funny one I did, but people do like my best impersonation, and you'll click on it, and it's like mm-hmm. animal noises. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so I like I like listening to them. Do you know, do you know what's your bio right now? Do you remember it? Well, uh, Hinge doesn't have a bio. Oh. Like it gives you like prompts. And here mm-hmm. we can read through my okay. Hinge profile. It gives you like prompts, and you can like in what you wanted to say oh okay okay that makes so sense. it's not like a bio mm-hmm, let me mm-hmm. see. um i put green flags i look for i said doesn't ask for my snap but ask for my number instead because i hate it when dudes are like maybe there's no turn i'm like this is not the seventh grade it's <laughs> yeah. not the seventh grade i used to <laughs> damn i used to be like that <laughs> Did you yeah. The Snapchat? yeah no. <laughs> when i had a tinder when <laughs> <laughs> don't judge me because I, I use the bilingual thing a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> but when i had a tinder before i was banned yeah. my bio was uh single bilingual and ready to mingle <sighs> why no <laughs> <laughs> do the search to get banned i thought that was a good one <laughs> it's I, it's all right it could be worse it could be worse but... Well, it got me banned, so I guess it wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's straight to the point, you know? It's straight yeah, to the right. point. Straight to the point. Mm-hmm. It's always, like, awkward, like, I'm sure you know, like, from meeting up with people from there to go on dates. It's, mm-hmm. I feel like it's so oh, awkward. I love it. I love... <laughs> really? The, I, I love um, having, like, a first day and getting to know someone new. Like, that's that was my favorite part. Um, I don't know, and... The thing is, I didn't care about like hooking up. I, I yeah. like as long as I was like you know having like a good day. Like that was for me. Like that was a good experience. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's no, 
I, I guess it's because like it depends on like your personality, you know, someone who yeah. is naturally funny, like they don't have that problem of being awkward in the first date. But then someone mm -hmm. like you, like it's no you can you you have to, you know, <laughs> be uncomfortable <laughs> the first date. <laughs> have you ever had like a really bad first date experience? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I because I messed happened? it up. I messed it up. It was it was going good until you know our food came and we got. I think we got pizza or something like that. Yeah, it was uh -huh. pizza, and she tried to eat it with a fork and a knife, and I made fun of her. <laughs> I made fun of her. So she um, she was really like insecure about it. I don't know. I don't know why she took it. You know, personal. Personally, yeah. yeah. But like after after I made fun of her, like she, you know, just it was I like out. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole experience, like she gave me like cold answers and stuff like that. So I was the one who like fucked what? it up, you know. Yeah. But I mean, that's your personality, though. It's mm -hmm. to like poke fun at people. Mm -hmm. But actually, I I saw somewhere that that's like the correct way to eat pizza is with a fork and a knife. That's like how they eat it in Italy. In Italy? Oh, for real? Yeah. So. So I was the one who. So you were wrong. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was like my worst like date experience. What about you? Mm -hmm. I haven't had any anything like horrible. Mm -hmm. Just like one time, I went on a date with a guy, and he was so he was. I kind of felt bad because he was so visibly nervous. Oh. Uh -huh. <laughs> like when he would pick up his water to drink, and his hand would be like shaking. No. Uh huh. <laughs> And he was so nervous that, like, when I would ask him questions, he would give me, like, one or two word answers just because he looked so nervous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, like, when I told him, like, I didn't end up going on another date with him, but when I told my friends, they were like, oh, that's kind of cute. It is and I cute. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, it is cute, but I feel like it would be... I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like knowing that the person likes me that much, that they're nervous to be with me. Yeah. Um, and also, I feel like confidence is, like, attractive. Mm -hmm. you yeah, know? yeah, me too, me too, me too. Um, I was like, I feel bad then... for you, but I'm not going on a second date. <laughs> <laughs> then that's me. That's me. At least you didn't tell him that, right? Like you. No, no, I, I just yeah. ghosted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like I just it. went throughout the date. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, you yeah. respect it. <laughs> no, yeah, I respect it. I respect it. I think that's it for uh, the podcast. Do you want me to end it, or do you have you? You got it. You can end it. You said the last word. Yeah. What What do, what do I say? Uh, like the speed alone. Thank you for listening to Aesthetically Messy. I hope you guys had a great time with us. And uh, we will catch you on the next episode. Yeah, there's not much to say. Thank you for listening. Okay. I hope you like this episode. And again, if you want, if people want to find you on social media, how can they do it? It's Fernanda Cortez X. Mm -hmm. All you... social media. Do you have any uh, projects that you're working on? Um, not right now. Right now we're going with the vibes. Mm -hmm. With the vibes. Okay. okay. But thank you for having me on. This was so no, much yeah. fun. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right, that's all I have to say for this episode. I hope you liked it. I hope you have fun. And before I go, I want to remind you that I have a cameo, which is basically a place where you can request special videos from me. Like if you want me to make a video for your friend or for yourself, then yeah, contact me through there. If you want an advice or if you want a happy birthday message or anything like that, 
just contact me and you can request it over there and just let me know any information that you want me to use in the video. Like if you want me to roll someone because they're single or because I don't know, they're too old, then yeah, just let me know and I'll do it for you. Or if you don't want to use the Cameo app, you can contact me directly. You can send a message on Instagram or Twitter and I'll get back to you within, I don't know, a week. <laughs> no, probably like two, three days at the most. So just let me know any information like their name and like when you want to buy and just anything like that. And I'll get back to you. I'll send it to you through there and we don't have to use the app if you don't want to. So yeah. And also at the end of every month, except for December, I'm going to be doing Cameo calls, which is basically like a FaceTime with you. So if you want to be a part of that and you want to talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, then click the link in my bio.